When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're being told that if you're a citizen of the world, you're a citizen of nowhere. I think that's nonsense. I think it's wonderful that we feel an attachment, an emotional belonging with regards to our land, our culture, our ancestors' history. But at the same time, let us never forget that we are citizens of humankind. So the word I want to talk about today is one that has preoccupied my thoughts for many, many years, and it still does. And that word is cosmopolitan or cosmopolitanism. And today it has such, um, maybe not a negative meaning, but it's, a, it's an unloved word. It has been discarded, just chucked aside. And there's a part of me that wants to pick it up, you know, clean it and, and show it some respect and love. So I want to talk about the word. Of course, it derives from ancient Greek, cosmopolites. And I have this hope that by the end of these videos, I will be able to speak Greek. You know, I love the language so much. And when you unpack, when you uh, look more closely at the words, there is cosmos in it, of course, which means universe, world, or world. Um, and then polites, which means denizen or resident or citizen of the polis, of the city. But literally, when you add the, those bits together, it translates as citizen of the world. That is the etymology of the word, but there's also a philosophy behind it. And in order to understand that philosophy, we need to travel a little bit in time and talk about a philosopher called Diogenes, Diogenes of Sinope or Sinop, which is in modern day Turkey today. It's an interesting place, Sinop, and I also find it uh, remarkable that it's chosen as one of the happiest towns still today in, in Turkey. But going back to Diogenes, he was such, um, such an eccentric philosopher, thinker. He, he is regarded as the founder of the Cynic School. I have to say right away that the word cynic here is not the same as the word cynical in modern day usage. They're completely different things. Actually, the word cynic in the context of Diogenes comes from the word dog. Diogenes thought that dogs were actually incredible role models for human beings because they were not guided by greed or, you know, a desire for reputation or wealth or fame. Um, so following the life of a dog could teach human beings a lot. He wanted to discard all those trinkets of material life and he was interested in seeking wisdom. He became so important in the ancient world that there are all these stories about how Alexander the Great visited him and wanted to get some wisdom from him. There are many versions of that encounter, but I just love to imagine it, you know, in my mind, how they met the philosopher who was not interested in material possessions and this king, this very famous leader, they came together, Alexander visited him, 
And according to one story, there's a moment when Alexander introduces himself and says, I am Alexander the Great, the king. And Diogenes says, I am Diogenes, the dog. In another version of the story, uh, when Alexander asks, you know, what would you like me to give you? Because everybody's asking people in power something. Uh, the only thing that Diogenes said was, can you please step out of my light? You know, you're just blocking my light because he was sitting on the ground. So there are all these stories that might be myths, but they tell us something about Diogenes the man, Diogenes the philosopher. But of all of his views, for me personally, the one that's most important is his opinions about cosmopolitanism. Because at some point, for instance, when he is asked, where are you from? He responds to that question by saying, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm from the entire world. I'm a citizen of the world. So let's leave uh, Diogenes there for a moment. There's one more philosopher that I want to talk about to complete the uh, philosophical trajectory of the word, and that is Hierocles, Hierocles. Um, and I find him very important. He's a Stoic philosopher going back to the second century. We don't know much about him, but visually what he said you know, is very important for me. He talked about concentric circles of identity. In other words, when we define ourselves, it starts with the inner circle, our mind, our self, and then our family is another circle, our inner circle, then our friends, then our town, our local belongings, and then comes maybe our attachments to a country, to a region, to a continent, and then to the entire world. He thought all these concentric circles made us, but the trick was to draw a line from the outer circle into the inner circle so that you could care about your fellow human beings just as much as you, could, you cared about your own family and friends. And I think that is such an important teaching. As we are recording this video, there are floods going on in Germany, in Belgium, in different parts of Europe. So many people have lost their lives, their homes. Um, as we are, as I'm speaking, our planet is burning. We have an, you know, urgent climate crisis unfolding in front of our eyes. Not in some day in the future, but right now in this moment, we have massive global challenges ahead of us. Whether it's the possibility of another pandemic, whether it's the climate crisis, um, we, it shows. Everything shows that we are interconnected. So all I'm trying to say is, we cannot solve these global challenges with the forces of tribalism, with the forces of isolationism or nativism or populism, we have to connect as fellow human beings. And unfortunately, we're living in a world which never ever encourages these concentric circles of multiple belongings. We are never taught that we are citizens of the world, just the opposite. We're being told that if you're a citizen of the world, you're a citizen of nowhere. I think that's nonsense. I think it's wonderful that we feel an attachment, an emotional belonging with regards to our land, our culture, our ancestors' history. But at the same time, let us never forget that we are citizens of humankind. And I think we need to honor the word cosmopolitan in order to understand that philosophy. Say, say, say.